This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. It's going to be about uh, 25 minutes from now. We'll have Roger Stone on. Roger Stone, former advisor to President Trump, friend of Trump for over 40, over 40 years. A guy who was convicted of lying to the FBI about Russia collusion that never existed. Let, let, that, let that sink in. There was no Russia collusion. There was no Russia interference in the election. Roger Stone was convicted of lying. Um about something that didn't happen. And they spent about $30 million in the Mueller report to do a report on something that didn't exist. So that's it. Roger Stone got in trouble for that. Of course, he was given uh, clemency by, by President Trump. He did not have to go to, uh, to prison. And uh, he was raided by the FBI in 2019, much like the president was raided this week, the former president. And we get into all the details of what happened to Roger Stone. More stuff than, than you even knew happened. We'll get into that. He's wearing an interesting shirt. I had not heard about this combination before. You might want to stop by and check it out on, on video, which is going to be JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. Um, very interesting conversation with Roger Stone. You're not going to want to miss one second of that on a Wednesday. Let's go. Bring it now. Carrie, what's happening? Not much. How's it going? You know, get it done. I do not see Polo in this shot. Interesting. Just click here for Polo. And we've got Sam, which is always nice. Good to see you. Let's go. Come on. Break it down. Cabbage patch. Wavy arms. Raise the roof. Oh, look at the veins on my arms today. It worked out. Holy crap. What? What? I mean, really? Well, I can't see. <laughs> Come on. Hater. The chat room is suggesting I reconsider the third hour no. because you no. called me old in hour one. No. I was just joking with you. Yeah, that's what friends do. That's what buddies You look very sincere. Uh, sincere. Sincere? What is sincere? Sincere. You look very sincere. <laughs> As I'm looking at you, uh, you were just joking. I was just joking. I was really joking. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not feeling that, that song today, to be honest with you. I'm thinking about changing the um, third you hour song. cannot. On Wednesday. Now, for those who don't know, those who are new here, Carrie Lockie has some weird infatuation obsession, if it will, um, with uh, John Bon Jovi, who is like 83 years old. He's celebrating no. 83 years. No. Happy octogenarian, John. Uh, <laughs> He's not 83. So, so um, uh, and, and uh, again, in 1987, he had like a, a good song. And she needs me to play Joy. this every Wednesday because Polo, for some reason, sent me... Bon Jovi's, uh, what, what is this? Living, uh, on, a living on a Prayer. Mm-hmm. But we only do it because it's halfway there. And Wednesday is halfway. Exactly. It makes so much day, sense. It downhill does. to the weekend. Yeah. I think it's a reach. 
I'll be honest no, with you. I think it's not a reach. Really. Not We've really. done some market research. Really? And? And the people don't love this. They want it the first and second hour, too. No, they're mm. like, uh, why would you? Uh, this is what I get a lot. Liberal. Why are you playing the liberal? <laughs> like, It's music, people. Give me a break. Give me a break. Fine. He started the political stuff. We, I would not know that he was liberal. Well, he, he doesn't do it. it. I don't think in his music. Yes, he does. Or He's flagrant about it. I mean, well, no, but... not in his music, but whatever. I have to play it. Are you serious? Yes, you have to play it. I'm deadly serious. You, must. you can't make me. You're not the boss of me. I can. You will. Oh, really? <laughs> you to do that? <laughs> Fill me in. If you don't, there will be consequences. Wow. I, I might want to see what the consequences are, to be honest with you, because you're not as tough as you think. Oh, no, just play it. All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right, um, I, I want to break down. Uh, did you see the, the job posting by the IRS? Have you seen this? No. I'm going to show it on the screen, but I'm going to read it as well, so it's up to you if you want to you stop by. Oh, somebody just sent me, if you want more information on the Mar-a-Lago search. I'm like, what? Stop. Mm. Um... By the way, you don't know the information on the. Can, can I opine for just a second about oh, people sending me emails? Please. You know me. I mm-hmm. I am a, a Leo. I'm an A type. Oh, big you presence. are so a Leo. Yes. 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 Huge Leo. Yeah, makes um, sense. Just had a birthday nine days ago. So if you guys forgot to get me something, still time. It's my birthday month. No, so, no such thing. <laughs> it's my birthday month. Why can't I have a birthday month? <laughs> because that is stupid. Nobody gets a it month. Is yeah, you get a day. Stupid. Yeah. I actually agree with you. There shouldn't be a birthday month. <laughs> anyway, um, but but I, I, I like positive affirmation. I don't mind criticism if it's, if it's from a good place. If you're criticizing mm-hmm. me and you're making it up as you go, that's just stupid. Um, and you're going to lose. Like a guy wrote me today several times, and he's just he's saying that I'm purposely lying to my audience about this, that, and the other. I'm like, well, no, I'm not. Um, and then I, I showed him exactly how wrong he was, and then he stopped writing. I don't mind that necessarily if you're just saying something stupid. I'm not going to do a long debate with you via email. I don't have enough time in the day to do the show, prepare the show, do the after show, put the videos up, and still argue with people via email. But one thing that is a bit of a pet peeve is when you write me a three-page email about something you want me to cover. Kara, have I not made this clear? You have a couple of times, actually. Two sentences. That's all I want. Yep. Give me two sentences on People, why I should talk busy. to that person. He has no time. I have, I have no life other than doing busy. Short and so, sweet. So, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't have time to go, and I'm not, I'm not big time in anybody. I love getting the email. I love getting the, the interaction on Twitter and on Truth and on Getter and on all these. I don't misunderstand. I know that what I do for a living, you know, grants me this great, opportunity to talk to massive numbers of people but if everybody sent me five pages and then then i'll get this like two days later did you get my email or not (laughs) i'm like well yeah but you know we're still trying to decipher it you know from the 18 pages you wrote so let me just say this again i love hearing from you carrie i I don't even know if i want to say this next one but but i'm gonna okay stop sending me your books Mm, yeah yeah Uh, we have bins of books that are so heavy you can't pick them up at yeah. the house. I think we have another package or a couple of boxes for you too here um, full of books people want you to read. Now, am I being the ass wagon? Yes. Are talk show hosts reading all these books? Um, no, I don't think so. No. Now, and, and, this, and I mean this when I say it. If you wrote a book, send me an email. And I'm going to get a bunch of emails from people who wrote a book. But, but send <laughs> yes, me, you are. Send me an email 
no longer than two sentences. And if it's an interesting topic, and if it's a book that I think will do something, maybe we'll do something with it. Mm. But I don't want to know. I don't want to read the book. Yeah. Because if I read the, I've read, I've read one book in the last 20 years that was sent to me. So let me, let me see how clear I can make this. I'm not going to read your book, but if the topic is of interest, and I think the audience would find it interesting, wouldn't it be a fresher interview, Carrie, for me to interview the person and have them tell me what's in the book? Yeah, but I think you, if you're going to interview somebody, at least, you know, have some knowledge of, of what's going on in the book, don't you think? That way you can ask some Did I say I would have no knowledge of what's questions? going on in the book? Did I say I wouldn't no. know what's in the book? No. I want, I want the subject matter. I want to know why it's important today, why my listeners would find or my viewers would find it interesting, and then more spontaneous answers because I'm going to ask you questions about what you should have in the book on that topic. Okay. I'm going to write a book. Are you suggesting that I read the books? Really? I'm, I, no, Why don't you not read the books and report back them. to me on no, the books? No, thank you. I've got no time for oh, that. Oh, suddenly you can't read the books. <laughs> I've got no time for that, but you're doing the interview. I'm not saying read the whole thing, but maybe, you know, comb through it. I mean, something, but. And, no, I mean, listen, you're, you're wasting the book if you send it to me. Now, if you're some person who signed it and personalized it and blah, blah, doop, I mean, I'm not telling you don't ever send them. But by and large, I want you to understand, I'm not reading the books. Yeah. Like some people send me a thousand page book. Ooh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Now, of course, I want to know the subject matter. Might even look at the table of contents, but I'm not going to read the book. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Now, if I read a if I wrote a book, would you read it? Absolutely not. Mm. Because there would not be a nice word about me in it. And that's the problem. I know <laughs> what you would do. It would be about working with. Because you're that person. Exactly right. talk show host. Yeah. Yeah. Working oh, yeah. with stories. the ass wagon would be the title stories, of the book. I could tell. Oh, well, I the like title that could title. be why I drink so much wine. <laughs> that could be the oh, title yeah, as there's well. Some good stories there. Yeah, exactly like right. That. So, so again, I'm not, I'm not being that guy. I'm not telling you don't write a book. Write a book. I might write a book one day, and I hope that you guys will buy it and read it. But I'm not asking you to read 200 books a week. You know what I'm saying, Carrie? Yes, I do. Yes. So short and sweet. Go to JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom. Click on contact, and then send me an email a sentence or two about this publication you think I should be interested in. And then if, if I find the, the subject interesting, some of one of us will respond to you. It could be Sam, could be Monica, could be CJ, could be me. Um, and, and we'll respond saying, hey, tell us some more. But, but for God's sakes, people, I'm not reading eight pages. Mm-mm. And then you send me the, did he you get my book? People. He won't. He won't. Let me answer everybody who sent me a book. Yes, I got it. No, I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that rude? Is uh, that wrong? A little bit, but yeah, that is you. So. All right. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me, let me tell you the, um, the job posting. Now, this is according to the D.C. Patriot, and I've seen this posted elsewhere, um, so I don't think they're making it up. Now, I have gone to jobs.irs.gov, and that page is not up anymore. Let's see if it is now. Let's see. Jobs.irs. Dot gov. Let's see if they put the page back up. Because right before the show, I went to see if this page was up, and it wasn't. And it is not coming up right now either. Okay, so let me show you on the screen if you're watching. JoePags.com, click on Watch Now. Here is the, the alleged job posting from irs.jobs.gov, which doesn't work right now, or jobs.irs.gov. It is not working right now. It should, but it doesn't. Major duties, as listed by the D.C. Patriot. 
adhere to the highest standards of conduct, especially in maintaining honesty and integrity. Okay, Carrie, we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so far so good. That's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're good with that. Work a minimum of, tw- of 50 hours per week, which may include irregular hours, and be on call 24-7, including holidays and weekends. Okay, I, I get it. Say it right up front. This is how many hours you're going to work. Might be holidays and weekends. Be on call all the time. All right, so I understand that. Nothing wrong with that. Maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. Why would an IRS agent have a life-threatening situation on the job? Oh, you're going to love the next one. You ready for the next one? Oh, yeah. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. We're still talking about IRS agents. Yes. Yep. Tax collectors. Uh huh. Uh, well, Let me say that again wrong. for anybody who missed it. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Now, I can't get on the website. The website is currently down. So I cannot verify live that that's what it says. But the DC Patriot put this out and they're saying this is what it said. Now, I've seen others on Twitter repost this and not attribute it. We're always going to attribute it. Always. Okay? Let me just say that one provision again. This is this is a necessary requirement to be an IRS agent. One of the new 87,000 that are going to be hired by this stupid bill that was just passed. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. And the last one is be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. What the... People, these are IRS agents. That you're paying for. I mean, they sound to me, I could be wrong, they sound like FBI agents. They sound like federal marshals. They sound like, I don't know, Capitol Police or Secret Service agents. They don't sound like IRS agents to me. Oh, yeah, let me just read those last two again, just so that it really sinks in. And I'll take your phone calls on this. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. And be willing to uh, willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. Your thoughts when we come back. This is scary stuff, uh, and I'm, I'm not I'm not being funny. I'm not being coy. Not being. If this is true, as posted by the DC Patriot, we've got a major problem on our hands. Keep it here. Joe Pack's coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Glad to have you the Joe Pag Show on your radio, on your device, on your television, however you happen to be watching on your computer. 
Great to have you listening. Great to have you watching. Appreciate all the radio stations and those who've uh, taken the time to stop online as well. Got to remind you about Eden Pure. They've got the Thunderstorm air purifier. It uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. People all over the nation are raving about how well these uh, Thunderstorm fresheners really, really take care of your home. It smells like a thunderstorm came through. It did. It's, it, I'm telling you, I walked down the hall, it smells like that in the house. It smells great. It's fresh and clean. They've sold over 265,000 of these. You know it works. Any odor is going to disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy either. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the whole home protection. Get three units for under 200 bucks. That's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your, flam- your family room, your kitchen, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. And they've got a great deal right now. Again, get three of these. For under 200 bucks, go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in discount code PAGS3, save $200 right now. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3, shipping is absolutely free. We go to the phone lines, I appreciate you stopping by. Going to be Joan in Maryland. Joan, what's going on? Hi. Hi, calling about the IRS agents. We already have 75,000 IRS agents. Another 87,000 brings us up to over a million. Uh, it's too many people, and it is a police force. And what has happened to Mr. Trump and the other people uh, that were on, are going to be on your show and a young boy's parents, I heard on the Nest show that uh, the FBI raided them, and now the IRS is going to have 87-plus thousand. Uh, it's unfair, and we're in a police state, and it's scary. Well, Joan, I hear you. I'm going to correct your math a little bit. 87,000 plus 75,000 is about 160,000. Uh, it's not a million, but, but I understand your concern. Um, without a doubt, it's way too many. And if that's really the job description, that's a problem. I mean, that's a major problem because it ain't working. I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, you're, you're talking about hiring law enforcement officers and lying and you're calling them tax agents, which they're not. There's no reason for the IRS to be carrying around guns and being willing to shoot to kill or use deadly forces, how they said it, allegedly, according to the Patriot. So for me, what you do is if somebody is not paying their taxes or they're in breach of tax laws or whatever, then you bring in the FBI to go and serve them or the Secret Service or the Treasury or whomever you want to bring in. But you don't bring in armed IRS agents. It doesn't make any sense. And I think she also wanted to know, Joan wanted to know, how do you undo this law? Well, once you take over the House and Senate and hopefully get the presidency back sooner than later, you can get rid of a lot of this crap. And you can, you can make a, you know, a new law that, that gets rid of you know, 87,000 or by attrition gets rid of 87,000 or even more. But uh, yeah, this should never have gone through. Every Republican should have stuck to their guns and, and should have done everything they could to get one of the Democrats in the Senate to come over, either Cinema or Manchin or somebody, and take sides with them. This is not okay, this bill. It's not. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello to uh, Chris in New Braunfels. Chris, what's going on? Oh, not much. Great show. Thanks. I, I, I'm a CPA, and I have some experience with this. I think the do- job description you're describing is for what they would call an IRS special agent, and they've been around for a long time, since way back in the 2000s. I used to have a coworker whose wife was an IRS special agent, and they she carried a gun back then. The reason being, they they you know they work with interagency type things with the FBI or Secret Service where there might be white collar crimes and they have to 
go in on some sort of raid uh, with other law enforcement agencies. I don't. I hate that they're hiring eighty-seven thousand more IRS agents. Going to make my job even worse. Yeah. But the special agent with the guns has been around for a while. Well, he doesn't say anything about special agent in this ad. And of course, they took the ad down almost immediately, and they said that um, the website's being worked on, which is interesting being a government website. I, uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, I don't disagree that they exist, that these special agents might be carrying guns and can make arrests. But that description was very was very specific. Carry a firearm, use deadly force if necessary, arrest people, detain people. So I'm, I'm, what, what are you talking about here? I don't think anybody in the IRS should be doing that, no matter how long they've been doing it. But I don't think anybody in the IRS should be doing that. They're not law enforcement officers. We have law enforcement officers federally that can do that. There is no reason to to um, militarize the IRS. I don't get it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Do not miss Roger Stone coming up. He's wearing an interesting shirt. Nice hat, too. Uh, stop right now at JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. Keep it here. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always got really glad to have this guy back. Former Trump advisor, number one uh, best-selling author. He's also a guy who's got his own podcast and his own program now. It's Roger Stone. Roger, how are you? Good to see you. Great to be with you, Joe. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pleasure to have you. Thanks for coming on. Um, when I saw what happened at Mar-a-Lago, where I just was in May to watch 2000 Mules premiere, uh, it's a beautiful place. It's a private residence of a former president. It's unprecedented for the FBI to show up barge in with an affidavit and a warrant that was signed by some guy connected to Epstein um, to start taking stuff that they were already negotiating about. Roger, when you saw this go down, did it immediately take you back to what happened to you? Yeah, it really caused uh, flashbacks. I mean, I I understand the feeling of violation that President Trump and and the former First Lady Melania, you know, who I've known for 20 years, I've known Donald Trump for 40 years, Mm. I, I know exactly how they feel. Uh, because, as you know, on January 25th, 2019, 29 heavily armed FBI agents in full SWAT gear, brandishing fully automatic M4 assault weapons, stormed my home at six o'clock in the morning to arrest me for the entirely fabricated crime of lying to Congress about the Russian collusion hoax, which we now know never happened. How do you lie about something? that never actually happened. No, there was there was no cover up. There was nothing to cover up. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a tremendous feeling of violation to this day. If anything goes bump in the night, you know, my wife just bolts out of bed. Mm. It's uh, uh, the, the psychological scars for my family are extraordinary. And exactly as in the case we saw with President Trump, if they have a dispute, about documents that the government claims should be in their possession, but which the president thinks he rightfully retains, then why didn't they go to court and file an action? In other words, the special counsel, Robert Mueller and his thugs, they spoke to my lawyer on the phone the day before they launched this raid on my home. All they had to do was say, well, your client's going to be charged. Please ask him to surrender at a certain time and place. And I would have been there with my attorneys, but their goal here uh, is intimidation. 
And just as they spent nine hours looting through Melania's closet, they spent 13 hours in my home, Joe, and they destroyed the place. Well, I want to get into Mar-a-Lago in earnest in just a second, but I want to stick with your story for a second because I think a lot of people that are watching and listening don't really understand what went down. Uh, You were charged with lying to the federal government in a case that was fabricated. There was no Russia collusion. Roger, if you look Roger Stone up today, news stories written yesterday and today still say that you lied about Russia's interference in the election, which there wasn't any. There was no Russian interference. So they're still lying about you today. But they at 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning, you're in your underwear, you're asleep, your wife is asleep, the whole house is dark, the neighborhood is a nice private neighborhood in South Florida. They, they barged through with CNN cameras rolling. They tipped them off as well. And what was this supposed to do? It was going to make you admit that there was Russia collusion when there wasn't? What do you think their end game was? Because they didn't get you. I mean, they, they convicted you um, of this flake, this made-up, you know, felonious charge, which didn't make any sense. Thankfully, you, were, you got clemency from Trump. But what do you think the goal was? Did they think they were going to get Roger Stone to roll on Trump? That's, that exactly, the- what, that's exactly what they thought. So I was arrested in January. Uh, the judge ruled against my attorneys in every uh, pretrial motion. So... I was not allowed, for example, to use forensic evidence or expert testimony to prove that the underlying premise of my indictment, that the Russians had conducted an online hack of the DNC, simply never happened. I wasn't allowed to prove that. I was not allowed to point to corruption by Mueller or the Department of Justice or the FBI or any member of Congress. I was prohibited from doing that. That's unconstitutional. So you couldn't question your, your accusers even? I was not allowed to do so. I obviously could not subpoena any member of Congress because they had immunity from being subpoenaed uh, under the uh, debate clause of the Congress. So I was basically staring into the abyss. What was the purpose of this? In July of 2019, uh, one of Mueller's top aides uh, called my lawyer to Washington Jeannie Ray was the prosecutor. She had previously represented Hillary Clinton right. in the stolen emails case. So she had a massive conflict of interest. Wow. But the judge rejected that argument as well. And they basically said, here's a list of 26 cell phone calls that we know happened between your client, Roger Stone, and candidate Donald Trump in 2016. All he's got to do is re-remember, their words, re-remember. Wow that these pertain to the involvement of the Russians and the uh, and the transfer of data from WikiLeaks uh, and uh, will urge the judge uh, to go easy on him. He might even get away with no jail time. And then they lied. They said all he's got to do is sign an affidavit against Trump. He won't even have to testify against him. And, of course, I refused to do that. First of all, I'd already passed three lie detector tests right. proving that all of that was BS, all of it. And I simply wouldn't do it. Do I look like Michael Cohen to you? No, no, you don't. And thank thank God you're not. But Roger, what you're literally saying right now, all you had to do was say, well, yeah, there was Russia collusion. What's the big deal? And you would have been scot-free. You could have gone along with the lie, taken Trump down, and life is easier for Roger Stone. But you you have a backbone. That's absolutely true. First of all, I was not going to turn on my friend of 42 years. I mean, I, I think I may be the second person... Uh, on the planet to suggest that Donald Trump run for president. The first one to suggest that was former President Richard Nixon, wow. who met Trump in George Steinbrenner's box at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I was working for both Trump uh, and doing some work for Nixon at the time. 
Uh, and former President Nixon called me the next morning and said, wow, I met your guy, Trump. Let me tell you something. This guy's got it. If he ever decides to go get into politics, he could really go all the way. And then Nixon sat down and wrote, hand wrote a note to Trump urging him to consider the presidency. The New York Times has actually published uh, that letter. So I was among the first people in the country to see that Trump could not only be a great candidate for president, but that he could be a great president. Yeah. Uh, and Mueller and his thugs sought to trade on that friendship. So they thought they could flip me. I refused to flip. I had a, a, a viciously biased judge who attacked me repeatedly from the bench. The jury forewoman in my case uh, had been a Democratic candidate for Congress, wow. had attacked me and Donald Trump on Facebook and Twitter the same year I was charged, but kept all those posts on a private setting so nobody would see them uh, through jury selection and through my trial. And then she qu tried to quietly delete them. Uh, and she got caught, thanks to Mike Cernovich. Uh, she got caught. Uh, the jury had not a single military veteran, not a single Roman Catholic, not a single black male, because they understand the man, trust me, uh, not a single Republican, not a single independent, not a single conservative. It was a, it was a group of Hillary-loving, Trump-hating liberals. Unbelievable. Uh, and you could see from the looks in their face, the hatred they had for me. And then during the trial, Joe, whenever my lawyers were speaking, the judge would be visibly rolling her eyes and making gestures at the jury. It was outrageous. Well, 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 Roger, this is exactly what we're facing. If you're a conservative in America, if you're America first, if you love the country, if you want a closed border, if you want lower taxes and regulation, and if you want what Trump was bringing, which was prosperity and manufacturing back to America, you're in big trouble because the establishment doesn't want that. They want socialism. They can call it DEI. They can call it whatever they want to call it, but they want socialism. And people like you and people like Trump, people like me, we're standing in the way. So your situation was ridiculous. It was fabricated on a fabricated story paid for by the DNC and Hillary Clinton, and we know that it was all a big fat lie, cost $30 million in the Mueller investigation for no reason, charging you, convicting you for no reason. Now let's fast forward to Trump. They've tried everything. Impeached him twice, exonerated twice. They don't want him to run again. They're trying everything they possibly can. This is just the next thing. Now, Cash Patel says that Donald Trump, when he was the president, declassified all the crap that was at Mar-a-Lago. And Donald Trump doesn't have to put that in writing. He doesn't have to make an email about it, doesn't have to text anybody, doesn't have to call Roger Stone and say I'm declassifying. He can just deem it declassified. He's the president. He's allowed to do that. His lawyers were in negotiations with the feds, and it seemed like everything was on the up and up. Suddenly, when Trump is in New York and they knew that he wasn't there, they show up and they, and they seize all this stuff. I talked to Rudy Giuliani yesterday. This is a simple, a simple question and answer, Roger. If you want to have this stuff and figure out whether it is, in fact, government or Trump, you know, allowed to own, you, you, you make a subpoena. They didn't do that. They showed up with a warrant signed off by some guy that used to represent Epstein's employees. Roger, how are we here? Because what I just said is verifiably true. What they did yesterday or two days ago at Mar-a-Lago is disgusting and, in my opinion, illegal. Well, we have a two-tier tier justice system. The Justice Department is entirely politicized. The FBI is entirely politicized. If you're Hillary Clinton, you can destroy a hard drive with bleach that contained glass classified documents. You can destroy multiple cell phones. You can cover up your own criminality 
uh, and there will be no consequences. The FBI conducted an investigation and concluded that she couldn't be prosecuted. Wow. If you're Donald Trump, it doesn't matter whether you're in active negotiations with the National Archivist. Uh, they will they will storm, uh, you know, your home. But my question is, what were they doing in Melania's closet for nine hours? And that's if verified. They, they went through her stuff. Why? For documents. Did they think that the documents were in the pockets of her clothing? I mean, I, I lived through this. They went through my, my wife's wardrobe, not perhaps as extensive a, as Melania's, but the, the feeling of invasion of privacy, the, the feeling of violation is extraordinary. But I do think, Joe, this has had the exact opposite effect of what they wanted. One, it has galvanized the American people, including many in the middle, some who may not have been prepared to vote for Donald Trump again, yeah. to recognize this is epically corrupted, politicized system and it has to change. Secondarily, if you thought you were going to intimidate Donald Trump by doing this, then you don't understand Donald Trump because he doesn't intimidate. I mean, I work for Richard Nixon I work for Bob Dole, two of the toughest guys I know. Donald Trump is tougher than either one. When I talked to uh, Giuliani, I was going to ask you if, if you think this scared Trump, and you just answered that. When I talked to Giuliani yesterday, and by the way, it's Roger Stone. Go to stonecoldtruth.com, stonecoldtruth.com. The Stone Zone is his podcast, which is doing great. Uh, go and check that out as well. It's on Frank, right? Right, frankspeech.com every yeah. day at uh, 5 o'clock Eastern. Make sure you go there. So, yeah, they're not going to scare Trump. But in talking to Giuliani, if they're able to charge him with illegally taking classified documents, sort of like Sandy Berger did back in the day, but Berger did it. He's shoving you know, documents down his pants. Trump you know, deemed them declassified, according to Cash Patel, and took them with him for his own records, for his own archives. But if they were to charge him and convict him, one of the punishments is, and Roger, you probably already know this, is he can't run for elected office. This is all they're trying to do. The January 6th committee is bogus. They just don't want him to run again. Two impeachments, bogus. They don't want him to run again. The Mueller report, bogus. They don't want him to run again. And now this, if they convict him on this stupid little thing, which is just, it sounds to me like it's a misunderstanding, or they're lying about him declassifying, um, they, he can't run again. That's really all this is, right? That's don't exactly, run again. That's exactly what this is about. Tells you a couple things. First of all, <clears throat> they must not be very confident that they have any viable case against him regarding January 6th. Yeah. So now this is this is their next uh, their next hoax, uh, because you're absolutely right. Under federal law, if he were convicted of destroying or mutilating or or uh, removing or, or concealing yeah. uh, certain uh, federal documents, he would be prohibited from running for public office again. They, this shows how deathly afraid they are to face Donald Trump at the polls. That's really the complete bottom line here. They know that if we have an honest, fair, transparent election, given gasoline prices, given food shortages, given the incredible inflation that's destroying working families in this country, uh, and with a record of shipping billions over to Ukraine when we can't spend the money to seal our own border yeah. and perhaps end the fentanyl drug crisis going on in this country, they're poised to lose. Uh, and they also know that if we get a Republican Congress and if the Republicans have the courage and the strength to dump Kevin McCarthy and get a leader who has cojones, yeah. uh, that there that is Hunter Biden who will be investigated. It will be Merrick Garland who is investigated. It will be FBI Director Ray who will be investigated. Uh, and they're desperate to stop that. What they have done here is very interesting. By their assault on Donald Trump's home in Florida, Nobody's talking about Roe v. Wade. You notice that? Yep. 
So any advantage they were going to get out of that, they have just lost. People do not want to see a weaponized judiciary. They don't want to see something like this. That's more typical of Soviet Russia or Nazi Germany or communist Cuba. Uh, this is not uh, this is not the American way. I think Donald Trump is uh, uh, the big winner out of this in terms of the voters. Uh, I'll tell you who did have a bad day, yeah. but did a very smart thing. And that's Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, this strengthens the president's hand tremendously if he wants to be the 2024 nominee. To Governor DeSantis's credit, he immediately put out a statement in support of the president. Very, very smart. It was right? very smart. Well, well, President Trump's beating him in the polls anyway, so I don't, I don't know how, how close that would be even in a competition. If DeSantis were smart, he supports Trump in 24 and then runs in 28. It's Roger Stone. StoneColdTruth.com is the website. Uh, I've got to ask you one last question on this. If Trump doesn't get out in front of this, because I'll, I'll notice one difference between your raid and, and, and Rudy's raid and the Mar-a-Lago raid. CNN, MSNBC were not tipped off about Mar-a-Lago. And that tells me a lot. I think that they were hoping to find something, then leak it. Had they told the, the left media that they were going to do it, the left media would have had to report they're raiding a former president's house. I think the FBI tried to do this and not, and not let it get out. Trump smartly goes on truth and tells all of us about it. How, how intelligent was that to get ahead of this? Sort of like he got ahead of the Ukraine phone call when people started alleging things that just weren't true. Uh, I thought it was a great move by the president. He really understands uh, the news cycle. I think he correctly realized the public outrage that this would cause. Uh, and you know how cockroaches are. When you shine light on them, yes. they scatter. So uh, I think he was very smart to make the first move. Uh, I believe I read that he's leaving New York to come to Florida. Last night outside Mar-a-Lago, there must have been a thousand people. Yeah. It's really extraordinary. This has galvanized people in a way that nothing else has. A lot of conservatives, a lot of Americans, a lot of Trump supporters were demoralized by the January 6th Kabuki theater. Yeah. The relentless attacks on Trump with no counter narrative. That plus Roe, this got all just got washed away. The American people do not want a weaponized judicial system. Uh, and they realize the bully tactics here that are being used. The same tactics used on Rudy Giuliani, yes. on Paul Manafort, on Peter Navarro, on, you. on me. I think the American people are fed up with it. I'm with you. America doesn't want to be Venezuela, and I, they just got a taste of it this week. And I'm glad that the president got in front of it. I'm glad that you're friends with him and that you just gave us some great insight as well. Roger Stone, go to stonecoldtruth.com. Check out his uh, his podcast. It's called The Stone Zone, and uh, we love watching that. Roger, come back often. Thank you so much for coming on today. Joe, thank you, and God bless you. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We appreciate Roger Stone taking the time, coming on, talking about his raid and the Trump raid, which is starting to look more and more like the FBI trying to do some uh, some snooping around and hope to find something. And it doesn't look like they found anything. They should have subpoenaed first, getting a warrant from a magistrate that was connected to Epstein didn't make any sense. And at the end of the day, I think that the former president comes out smelling like a rose and more people will probably support him. If you want to see what shirt he was wearing, I'll post that uh, interview on Rumble later on. Appreciate you hanging out. Keep it right here.
This is the Joe Pegg Show.